Hey there, I'm Jordan, and this is Woke Wednesdays, a weekly podcast from a small town in Kentucky where we sit down every week and see if my friend Corn is still able to keep up with the kids. An interesting fact about me is that I one time uh, was handed rattlesnake eggs by my swindler grandfather. Fascinating. Hello, everybody. My name is Corin, and uh, yeah, thank you all so much for tuning in to week three. Um, we're excited to have Jordan is shaking his head at me already. Yeah, well, uh, had to warm up sometime. Well, uh, I suppose if we're going to go with the random facts, uh, my favorite type of meat is baboon. And uh, that trip to India was really special. Yeah. I, it sounds like there's a story there. I developed a third nostril lows there as well. Very real. There is a story in there. Right. I don't. I don't see it. Is it on your face? Uh, you don't want to know where it is. Okay. Right. I believe you. Everybody, this is our friend Sam. Uh, he's joining us this week as our guest. Sam, you got an interesting fact from people at home about yourself? I do indeed, and one that is actually appropriate for our listeners. If you look hard enough on the internet, you can find me in a Halloween costume as Bacon. Noted. All right. Let's uh, get things started off and. Uh, Corn? Yes, Jordan. I would really love for you to tell me what the word internaive means. Ah, internaive. If I had to take a guess, and. You do. Oh, well, yes, obviously that's the point of this podcast. Um, this actually sounds like something I'm going to be able to get, which it sounds like it's somebody who goes onto the internet and they're really, really naive. Like, they actually believe that that spam text message is from a 21-year-old female who doesn't know what she's doing tonight and is very bored. Or the Nigerian prince. Yes, or the Nigerian prince, or some variant thereof, where, you know, somebody goes in there and they actually believe that people are who they say they are, they believe, you know, kind of whatever's thrown at them, yeah. whether that's news articles or otherwise. But Kind of crushing my dreams here, Corin. Um, Sam, would you... Would you like to tell Corin what the real definition of internaive is? Gladly. So internaive, good sir Corin, is the state of ignorance towards popular internet memes or the description of a person who does not recognize 90% of internet jokes, origins, or other meme-ish content. She's so internaive, I can impress her by sending stale memes. Mm. Well, it's an older meme, sir, but it checks out. Well, Corn, full points for that one. Uh, well thank done. Thank you. Magnificent. I've never even gotten points before, Jordan, but thank you. Yeah, well, they don't really matter that much, so don't hold no. on too tight. Or worry about figuring out what to do with them. Mm. Let's move on to our next word. Okay, let's do it. Corin, what is chain scrolling? Chain scrolling? Wow, chain scrolling. I would assume chain scrolling would be to continually scroll through like either your Facebook feed or maybe even like maybe even like a Wikipedia article or something but it's just I'm sorry like, would you repeat that word for me again that that what article Wikipedia We'll come back with that one <laughs> but <laughs> I, I'm a, I've apparently already committed a cardinal sin here but anyway. You're scrolling through things, and you just can't stop scrolling through random articles, your Facebook feed, social media, whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's like going on the chain from, like, one thing to another thing to another thing, and you just can't stop scrolling. Okay. Sam, would you, would you like to reveal the truth? Certainly, as soon as I can 
stop wanting to get him to say Will Wheaton out of my mind. Chain scrolling is when you have the tablet scrolling Twitter and the phone scrolling Instagram. My lady's graduated from AOL to chain scrolling. What a lady. Indeed. Warren, how do you feel about this uh, this this outcome? You don't you don't look pleased. I mean, it's not bad. It's, you know, it, I'm still wondering when I can redeem my points. So end of the show. Okay. End of the show. For what it's worth, I like your definition better. Oh well, thank you. But it's still wrong. All right, Corin. We're gonna I give you we're three. One more chance here. Shelf friend. Shelf friend. Yes. Not to be confused with shell friend, shelf friend. So like, you know, the flat thing you put things on, shelf. Um, okay. That's half of it. I would say that a shelf friend would be, you know, two things that would go really well together, like at the supermarket or something, you know, like uh, pasta sauce would be the shelf friend to the spaghetti or, you know, uh-huh. Uh, the elf on the shelf has your uh, creepy, decorative, like, doll with, like, withered hands that kind of stares at you soullessly from the mantle. As every family does during the winter holidays. You've never had any of those? It was a white elephant gift. It really disturbed the new person to the group because right, they went home with it. I'm confused now. Are we talking about elves on shelves or are we talking about white elephants? Yes. Let's get back to shelf friends, Corin. Shelf friends, So yes. you think that these are things which would share either share shelf space or go well together on a shelf? Uh, something that... like that. I know it's not right by any stretch of the imagination, but it's what I'm going with, Jordan, because I've lost all hope. Let's prove Corin right on at least one count, Sam, and tell him what a shelf friend is. Oh, gladly. So a shelf friend is when you become an option. You are not first pick of friends. When your friend starts dating someone and you are put up on a shelf until they have no one else to hang out with. I don't need you anymore. I'm dating somebody. So I'll just put you up on the shelf until I have a need for you. You are my shelf friend. You know, I actually, right before you read it to me, I did kind of think about like, oh, well, maybe it's just something you kind of put into storage, you know, on on the shelf. For the Mm -hmm. record, I don't think you should replace him just yet. You don't know if this whole dating thing will work out. That's true, should, it hasn't but, so far. You should, oh, oh. First you should get some aloe for that burn, and then you should get out some checkers and play the long game. Well, this got weird. Yep. Are we surprised? All right, everybody. We've done three definitions with Corin, so you know what that means. It's time to turn things around on our guest, Sam. In this case, literally. Yes, we've had them switch chairs. It's time to get definitional. It's thrown off the feng shui of the whole room. Oh, thing. Whatever. None of us speak Chinese. So, our word for you today, Sam, for you to define, please tell us what are dinner sweats? I have not heard of this in many moons. So, recognizing that I know nothing, dinner sweats are both the baggy clothes you wear to dinner to hide just how gross and or out of shape and or obese you yourself actually are from the other dinner guests. But it could also be in reference to... We're still talking about dinner sweats, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. This is what you It could also refer 
to a meal in which your significant other's parents are sitting somewhere at the table quietly, or sometimes not so quietly, judging you with every shoe. Mm. Is this a personal experience you're speaking from? Sounds, that sounds like a story. Yeah. Let's just say in my line of work I hear stories. Fair, Fair enough. enough. Well, I suppose it's time for Corin to tell you what it really is. Everyone needs a chance to be right at the expense of someone's wrongness. Yes. Mm. So, so Sam, dinner sweats are actually when you hold in a poop at the dinner table for so long that you start to sweat. I was trying to be polite, but I was nerve-wracked by the dreaded dinner sweats. See, I don't... I don't wonder... Why... why William Jordan. It always works for me. I, I am the one who picks the words. Well, no, it's not that. It's just I don't understand the concept. Like, why would... If, if you're eating and you need room, why would you not go make room? Well, that's the thing is... Sometimes, maybe you're at that significant other's parent's house... And you really don't have that level of rapport. Go it's, big or go home. It's kind of like wanting to avoid that whole uh, sugar-free gummy bear situation. Oh, oh. You don't want more. to be that say guy. No more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> For those of you who don't know what that is, go ahead and look up the Amazon reviews. Have a great time. Also, if you're used to old memes... Okay, that's all we have for this week. Uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning back in to Woke Wednesdays. And uh, thank you, Sam, for being here. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for letting me in the building this time. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, well, it is kind of creepy when you just stand out there. It wouldn't have been so bad if you hadn't let the dogs out. Uh, they are good at their job. It's an older meme, sir, but it checks out. <laughs> thank you for joining us for Woke <laughs> Wednesdays, the show where we sit down and find out what we don't know. Which is a lot. You can follow us uh, at up at Dub Dub Podcast on Twitter, or uh, yeah, feel free to hit that subscribe button. We look forward to seeing you guys next week. Yeah, and please, while you're on Twitter, suggest words for us to throw Corin's way. Um, things that you think that uh, that he needs to find out about on the internet. We'll we'll do our best to make him learn that. Like the apparently infamous dinner sweats. Yeah, shudder with anticipation. Literally? Not not the word I'd have chosen. All right, thanks again for joining us, everybody. Stay woke out there. This episode features royalty-free music from binsound.com. Binsound, because we can't beatbox. <laughs> <laughs>